is up, podcast listeners. This is JD coming to you with my semi-vegan life uh, on this fun-filled Monday evening. And I apologize. Let me just get this apology done out the bat. Um, I didn't get Friday's episode out. I had I'd planned to, but with it being, uh, I've mentioned before, I work for a church, and it is with it being kind of Palm Sunday this past weekend and the start of Holy Week, and uh, some other activities. I had a really full weekend lined up, and on top of it, our, our staff was some of the other pastoral staff was out last week, and I was kind of the guy, and something arose, and there was a need over the weekend that kind of popped up late last week on Thursday, and I I took one for the team. I said, okay, hey, I will do it. Don't worry about rushing back. Just be safe. Continue on with your plans. I'll go ahead and take care of the need. I'll fill in, uh, but it made my plate that much fuller, and I just could not get to an episode on Friday, so I apologize. But it was a good weekend. It was a really fun weekend. Like I said, um, I, I got to uh, perform my first baptism. That was a, a really cool personal highlight. Baptized a, a friend of mine. That was awesome. And I got to teach. Uh, I work for a church, but I don't get a ton of opportunities to preach on a Sunday morning. Just as that's not my role, I got to do that, which was great. And then we went to Airsoft. I, I experienced Airsoft for the first time taking our youth group. And I'll tell you what, those suckers hurt. Uh, we had a good time, but toward the end there, the, the last round we played, we, we didn't have the best of experience. Some people with some like high caliber weapons that were uh, giving us some rough shots, uh, some close range shots, which were necessary. And uh, they were toward the end of the round, kind of spawn camping. And so, uh, yeah, we didn't end on the best of notes, but it was, it was overall a good time. So here we are, Monday, right back into the swing of things, no days off, not this time of year, going into Holy Week, going into a busy week, and just uh, kind of lose my marbles. So, but with that, we'll get into it this week. So, for today's episode, uh, for those that you, for those of you that maybe are checking this out for the first time, listening for the first time, um... To give you some information on this episode uh, or on this podcast in general, is this is really a podcast. Uh, so my wife is vegan. And for those that are unfamiliar with vegans, they don't use any products that come from animals. And uh, a little bit different from a vegetarian, right? Most people, they hear vegan, they think they don't eat meat, but um, that's a vegetarian. Vegans won't even, um, they won't eat meat, true, but they also don't eat dairy they don't eat eggs anything that comes from an animal and uh, i'm not a vegan and we've been married uh uh for over a year and a half now and we found this this balance of of how to make it work how to meet each other in the middle and uh and in that you know and we're still learning and we're still growing in that but for me right uh there was a number of things I, I was surprised as far as what options are out there uh, for, for what is considered vegan food. Uh, but at the same time, what I, I saw through my wife, one of the challenges, there's just not, there's a plethora of options, but most places don't have those options 
uh, or aren't as accommodating, certainly not as accommodating as they could be. And, and I don't say that in a bad way, like, you know, uh, that, that people are, are not, are purposely not accommodating vegans. I, I think it comes from a lack of awareness of when we go out to eat or, um, when we go to a friend's house that because people just don't know, right. They don't know not only that they can accommodate, but that it's actually relatively simple or, or certainly, certainly simpler than they realize to accommodate. And so a lot of what this podcast is, is, is kind of talking about some of the products and talking about some of the foods, uh, that make for that accommodation, but, uh, that make for that kind of middle ground, right. For make for a place where, where we can kind of begin to, to come together and kind of meet each other part way. Um, but in that today's segment, today's episode, I'm not necessarily talking about a product in particular. Uh, and and the reason for that is, um, I was talking with a, a friend and, and coworker of mine and, um, she is someone, she doesn't eat a lot of meat. She, she eats a little bit, but doesn't eat a lot, but her son's vegetarian and the rest of the family's not. And so, um, you know, she, you know, of course they're trying to find their own path. And, um, she was telling me that, that, uh, her daughter had kind of knew of us and was just like, I don't know how they, they did it. And I've gotten that question a lot from people is, is how do y'all do that? How do y'all, uh, find that balance? Like, how do y'all make that work of, of she doesn't eat any animal products and you do. And so I think, I think now after really kind of thinking about it, I, I want to make kind of one episode a week really kind of not so much talking about products but really talking about how my wife and I uh both in the practical but also in the beyond the practical like the reasoning behind what we do what we do uh especially that that kind of method behind the madness because I think that's a lot of a lot of what makes it possible for us even in the practical um comes from right uh, of the kind of methodology or the or the the belief or or the the values that drive me and my wife that allows us to come meet in the middle uh my my wife and i of course are, are both believers um and the identity we have in, in christ and and the, those values of who we are in christ kind of trumps everything right like uh i'm a non-vegan but i'm a christian before i'm a non-vegan my, my wife's a vegan but she's a christian before she's a a vegan um and so uh and my wife and i have talked about it and she shared with me you know she struggles sometimes with her her passion for animal rights and passion for protecting the animals and um because she does consider herself kind of more of a, a vegan activist uh but she also as as a follower of christ is called to love others and for her as much as she fights to protect animals that love for others um in most cases will supersede that especially in the case of me you know and um uh you know for me uh, as much as i don't have a a problem with eating meat my love for my wife comes before my my need or my desire to eat meat and so that's a lot of how we kind of drive to understand each other and how we've, um, even in, in now, you know, the, the, it looks different than it did, say, 
uh, a year and a half, two years ago when we were like, you know, dating, engaging, getting married. But it's what continues to kind of encourage us to evaluate and make changes to how we how we serve each other, you know, because it really is for us an act of serving each other and the choices we make. And so, um, you know, one of the things that I think has has served us well is um, when it comes to because we have had meat in our house before. And, um, it is one of those things. My wife does most of the grocery shopping and I, I super value. She has picked up meat from me before. In fact, just last week, she, she, uh, got me a steak, you know, but I have never once ever had the expectation of my wife to do that. Like, I understand that that is... Um, a difficult thing for her to do. And so my wife has, you know, one of the ways we've been able to make it work is when it comes to buying meat for our house, my wife has always had the right to refuse to buy it. Like, even though she does our grocery shopping, um, you know, because that's one of those, and, and she does that willingly because that's something she loves to do. It has been on the table from day one that in all the grocery shopping, I understand if she can't buy meat, and I am fully prepared to go buy any meat I want in my diet. Um, you know, and and that is something that's always on the table. You know, and that's that's one way that I help meet her part way. You know, and then like I said on the flip side, right? It's as much as she, she does not approve of me, she loves me more. And so there are times where she can go buy if it's the right kind of stuff. Um, not that she wants to, but she's willing to for my sake. You know, like I said, she bought meat for me last week. Uh, she brought me a, a grass-fed steak because she knew I was having a really difficult week. I was feeling uh, with it being such a full week. Um, I had some stuff going on emotionally and I was feeling just really kind of discouraged. And she knew, she knew, right? Like I didn't ask her to, to buy me a steak. I was perfectly okay with not having it. A steak. I, I, you know, for the by and large, I haven't eaten meat in our house um, for about three months now, with few exceptions. And this was one of those times. And uh, but she wanted to do something to uplift me. She wanted to do something to encourage me. And she knew a steak would kind of come, would lift up my spirits with what was going on. So, so as an act of love, she went and got me a steak. You know, uh, she didn't cook it. She didn't prepare it. She just bought it and said, hey, there's a steak for you. Uh, and and the, the timing of it was worked out to where um, she bought it for a night where I was going to be home and, and she had to work. And so, uh, you know, I had the freedom of having the kitchen myself. I could prepare my, my steak however I wanted. And she wasn't overwhelmed with the smell. Um, you know, anything like that. Like I, I didn't put any burden on her. Um, and doing it, but she was able to, she, she allowed herself to be stressed a little bit and meet me part way. Uh, now in that, that's not something that's normal. Like I said, it, it's, it's something that kind of rare that happens, but that's just like an example of how we really strive to serve each other in that, you know, it's, it's an example of how we try to meet each other part way. And that's, that's really how we make it work is, is we seek to, 
without completely sacrificing our emotional well-being, we're willing to sacrifice a little bit for the sake of the other person. Um, you know, and, you know, again, there was another example of that is, um, I, I think within our first year of marriage, for sure, there was more of like, in trying to figure out what dishes worked for us and what worked for us, um, she found she was open to cooking chicken, um, if she could cook it through a crock pot because she really didn't have to do anything. She would get like individually packaged, like clean chicken breasts to where all she had to do once she put all the other fixings in the crock pot, cut open the bag, put the breasts in there and she didn't have to do anything. Um, you know, and, and she, she kind of met me part way in that. But for me, right. The way I, 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 I think what made her more open Right. One of the rules I, I always personally had and, and still kind of have is is I never rule out trying anything. Um, you know, I, I've had some moments where I, I have had to say, like, I'm having a harder day. I can't try today, but I've never ruled out trying any particular dish, any piece of food. Um, I, I've certainly not tried not having a piece of food. I let me reflect retract that because I do have not the best memory in the world it is possible possible there's been one or two dishes I have said okay because of this particular food which I've tried and I don't like I don't think this would go well um but in that right like essentially I I I keep a very open mind when it comes to things that my wife asked me to try or or things that she recommends um you know, to to show like, hey, I'm willing to do these foods. You know, I've talked about some of these foods, right? Like like uh, one of the earlier episodes that I did, I'm talking about the Gardein orange chicken. Orange chicken isn't even, I think, something I, I normally ate before we got married. But I was willing to give it a try, you know, and uh, was pleasantly surprised. And that's actually one of our, our routine favorite dishes. Um, and and so that it's it's it's. It's essentially a, a bit of compromise. You know, we each kind of compromise a little bit. We do things that I think as singles we would have never have done, right? But because for us, we, with what we value in our marriage, we realize, okay, we got to be kind of willing to, to, to not hold so tight on some of these areas, you know, uh, in terms of the the practical execution of our values, um, so how can we do that without compromising our values? And and I can't speak fully for my wife. I feel like I haven't necessarily compromised my values, um, you know. And and I I hope and I feel like I haven't put my wife in a position where she's been forced to compromise her values, uh, or even necessarily. I don't I don't think she's fully. I don't think she's chosen per se to compromise values, but I could be wrong because I've been wrong before. And like I said, I can't speak for my life, but, um, that, and that's just some example. I'm not going to overload in one episode every last way that we do it, but I will be in the future. I want to share more 
uh, and have more episodes like this where, yes, I'm still going to continue about products, but it's so much more in terms of how we make this work and how we're able to to make having a relationship between a vegan and a non-vegan, right? Uh, or even a vegetarian and a non-vegetarian. You know, it's, it's, you gotta understand the way it works is going beyond just what the food is. If you get stuck looking at the food, I'll be honest, you're gonna have a really hard time getting beyond it. Because people, people are, are so much more valuable than food. And you have to value the person more than you do the food in order to meet each other part way. If you value your food more than the relationship, that's where you begin to butt heads. Well, that is it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, If you do, feel free, hit that applause button, let me know. Um, If you want to see more content like this, like I plan to, um, feel free, leave me a message, let me know what you think. If you think this is a bad idea and I should stop while I'm ahead and just stick to the actual food products, uh, feel free, leave me a message, let me know. Um... If you are, uh, like I said, hit that applause button. If you're on a platform other than Anchor Listening, uh, absolutely, like, say, iTunes, hit that subscribe, leave me a review. Uh, the best help in all of this is to tell people about this episode. I, I would love to get this out to a wider audience. And the best way to do that is through word of mouth. Uh, that's the number one marketing tool. Uh, so if you know someone who might enjoy this, absolutely tell them to check it out. And uh, feel free, check me out on so- social media. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at jmdixon83. Uh, let me know what you thought of a sh- uh, the show. Uh, if there's any products in the future that you would like to know about, I'm willing to be your guinea pig. I'm willing to try things out. Always looking for new food. So if there's something you're curious about, send me a message. Let me know. I'll check it out. I'll tell you what I think. And uh, with that, I hope you all have a great week. And leaving a course for just for Anchor fans, not by my choice, but by the whole licensing property of how all this works. This is our song of the episode. For those of you who listen on Anchor, it's one of my personal favorites. It was actually my number one top song from last year. It is I Like to Win by Sean Locke. Y'all have a great rest of your week. I'll talk to you on Wednesday.